Greg, you're not dancing. Welcome to that Party Life Podcast. Guys, this is probably the only time you're going to hear my voice because Greg's pretty much going to talk the entire time today. We got a lot of stuff. I'm going to preface it. Well, I've danced we a little bit. We're both here. <laughs> We're both here. I was dancing a little bit in the beginning, but I got distracted. Um, yeah, I was really giving it my all here and <laughs> felt stupid. It's okay. Anyways, moving on. I was messing with our audio levels. Listen, we have a pretty jam-packed episode today. And you may notice from the title of this episode, we're going to be talking about a neighboring park. That's not a Disney park. And who should not be named. Yes. And uh, if Universal isn't your thing, don't worry and don't go too far because the point of really the the point of what I'm going to be talking about is how I think it will compare to when Disney reopens. And obviously I have some other Disney stuff to talk about because in addition to having a recent visit to Universal, I also have been going to Disney Springs a few times and I want to bring some information to you all as well on my time there yeah and i have a a little piece of a song i want to play for you all today and i didn't tell you about this either but i heard a song um as like a joke on the radio and i just i had had a flashback so i want to play it because i can't be the only one who knows this song that is played um in animal kingdom actually i'll tell you which park it's from and and this happened i'm gonna say in the last 30 minutes from the time of this recording i got a phone call from my job and i'm finally getting to go back to work Yay, um, when? Yay, uh, June 15th, which will be exactly three months from my last day of work there. So wow. just a quick okay. three months. Um, just a quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you may have heard that the that some things are opening up starting June 22nd. The place that I work is opening up June 22nd, but we don't work for that resort. Does that make sense? Right. Because right. I know you know, but I work at a resort, just not for that resort. But the space is opening, so I guess they're going to be calling back some of us yeah. to go back in. So it's exciting. Exciting, yeah. I mean, I, I have am, to like shower I'm now. Still, and <laughs> Oh, believe me. I went back to work this past week and I was like, oh, okay. I mean, my schedule is not bad at all, mm-hmm. but I'm still like, it's just weird to actually go back to getting up in the morning, getting dressed and ready for work yeah. and like leaving and taking the dogs out. In the, like the dogs are looking at me like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, mommy has to go back to work. Um, And then Doug went back to work pretty much today. Like he had okay. a wedding today that he was doing. So back to it of course you know i'm like it's june and it's hot so nothing like that nothing like sweating it out to remind you about your job yeah i mean you know one of your jobs (laughs) some of the things i guess i could share since i've seen them shared publicly anyway is that they are providing us masks so expect to see cast members in general i mean you probably knew that right you would assume yeah but that was part of the quick initial phone call there and they're even this is the part i think is funny so um, part of our requirement for returning to work is we have to do like an at-home check before we report to work, right? And basically, it's like the COVID questionnaire. It's have you been mm-hmm. experiencing uh, the the common symptoms: shortness of breath, loss of taste. You know, any any of those like common. I thought you were going to say the common sense things, and I'm like, yeah. Well, exactly. yeah, that too. One of them is the temperature. So they're expecting us to check our check our own temperature before we report to work. So it's like a self check. To be honest, I'm not a fully functional adult and don't have a thermometer, right? I know. I was like, so basically everybody has to go out and get a yes, thermometer. Yes, but they actually are providing us with a thermometer. And they're and apparently what? on the first day of work, they're going to be going over how to properly check for a temperature, which everyone <laughs> is going to roll their eyes. But That's you know how another thing. You know how yeah. the legal world works is if they don't tell us, then someone can be like, well, I checked my temperature, but blah, blah, blah. Disney never showed me how to do it. So are we doing this rectally? Are we I doing mean, this? it's a, I think they said on the phone, just pick a hole and... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and uh so we're gonna be doing that and it's part of the requirements for returning to work i'm trying to move on to to remove the mental image sorry i'm sorry so um so anyway uh i'm excited to go back to work and it's you know we have about a week left basically of my vacation i don't want to say that because people have been working the whole time people on the front line people doing more important things than the pandemic now actually have been working so i get it but my little um this is totally like first world problems, but yeah, it really, it having, truly is. If you struggle with anxiety, like yours truly, I, I'm just like, I just want this stupid system to come out. So I know what I'm dealing with, yeah. even though I won't be able to book anything until 
like two months before. I'm like, can we please just get this going so that I at least know the monster that I'm going to have to like deal with? Who knows? I mean, just in case anyone's lost, you're talking about the reservation <laughs> system to get yeah. into the parks. If you're, I know, a pass holder, if you have a resort dining, reservation. Yeah. And yeah. Right now you're able to book dining for Disney Springs resorts, uh, for Disney resorts, Disney Spring dining locations. Um, and Nicole and I just went the other day. But let's talk about the big thing here that uh, I did. So, by the way, happy two for Monday. We're releasing two episodes today. It's this one. <laughs> which is going to be talking a little bit about Universal for sure, more than any other episode, basically. Mm-hmm. And, um, don't get used to it, people. It's not happening Don't get used lot. to it. Well, I went on, I did get to go on the Hagrid's ride, which we're going to talk about. That's what I can't wait. It's like their version, I guess, if you will, of Rise of the Resistance in terms of how new it is mm-hmm. and the level of technology and blah, 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 blah. But um, our other episode being released today, we are sitting down with Colin at Guide mm-hmm. for WW for Behind the Gram. So go check that one out if you want to learn more about call i've never called him that about colin um but let's let's talk about universal so i happen to have some friends in high places and they um well you know them you you all have met red he was on uh one of our episodes where we got to go to galaxy's edge as a preview he's like mr star wars favor yeah well no that we're not allowed to exchange these things for favors beth how dare you so out of the kindness of my heart oh oh, i know what you're saying but i'm I'm on i'm on record (laughs) as saying i don't believe that (laughs) it's not worth it's not worth either of our jobs um out of the kindness of his heart he invited to me with no uh expectation of a return of favor and uh same thing when i invited him to galaxy's edge and uh so nicole and i were able to go as their guests for a team member preview of the reopening of Universal Studios and the Islands of Adventure Parks here yes. in Orlando. And obviously, this is the first theme park I've been to since the pandemic has happened. I mean, you know, right. um, other than going to Disney Springs, which we'll talk about coming up, I got the experience of what's life like now in an amusement park in a big, giant, world-class, if you will, amusement park. So I figured we could talk about that here. And I know you're excited to talk about it too because you've been to Universal a couple times and I have not. And yeah, well, I went like once in the '90s and then we did a day. Gosh, last recently. Yeah, I think it was last year that we did that. Yeah. Um. So kind of fairly new, like just sort of knowing a little bit, like trying to remember. It was such a like quick day. Yeah. But take us through like what was it like uh, getting into the park? Yeah. So um, the parking garage, they were doing every other spot being filled. I don't know how long that's going to carry on for, but currently that's yeah. what it is. That's not what they're doing at Disney Springs right now, by the way, at least not the two times I've gone. Right. Um, filling it up. Yeah. The second I, we get out of our car, we could hear an announcement over the PA system doing the things that you would expect, just mentioning social distancing, wearing a face covering, those kinds of things. It's At expected. the end of it, it's like, may the odds ever be in your favor. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> you know, letting us know they expect us to use hand sanitizer, wash your hands. Unlike Disney, there are no, at least not that I saw, uh, hand washing stations around anything okay. in Universal. They yeah. did mention over the speaker, and I saw some signs that said um, to wash your hands, use this restroom. I actually saw like a sign outside the restroom, hand washing available here. But yeah. I would assume every restroom has a sink, right? Maybe they're just having the people dunk their hands in the toilet. I don't know. I mean, it's universal. No, just... <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, kind of. I, I mean, kind of. Um, <laughs> plenty of signs and floor markings. There's a big, giant, long queue leading up to where they do a temperature check. I mean, you basically, right. you can't do it wrong, right? I mean, there are... Clear as day, florist markings, signs being put up every so often that is just telling you what's about to happen, where to stand. Temperature check was easy, just like it is at Disney Springs right now. How do they do temperature check? Same thing. They have the gun up. I I shouldn't call it a gun, right? They have the uh, instrument (laughs) where they put it right up to your forehead and uh, they check your temperature. If nothing else, it's a free temperature check to make sure I'm not dying, right? That's that's nice. (laughs) I don't have a, a fever. And uh, like, what is, what am I running today? Because some people just run hot. Like yeah. some people run a little bit cooler. Some people run a little bit warmer. So you're like, oh, all right. Leading up to the temperature check, they had a hand sanitizer dispenser. So you could sanitize yourself. Not that you need to touch them, but I guess they just give you one last little thing. Uh, the security area is the same thing. If you haven't been to Universal in a while, their security system is very different from Disney. It's they like going to the airport. Yeah. Same thing. They put your stuff through the conveyor belt and, uh, and the x-ray, you know, that whole thing. That I was, can't remember. Did they make you take your shoes off? No. Well, at least okay. not the day we went. 
Okay. Uh, that that was fine. I mean, they're the social distancing markers on the floor there now. I have to say that part of my experience is a little skewed for this day because it was team member only or team members and guests only. Right. Like nobody there. And I had heard, the number I heard tossed around was they were hoping to get 5,000 people in the park. That is crazy. So... Like, literally, it looked like nobody was around right. you the whole time you were there. Yes. However, even though there was such a little number of people in, there are still some areas of congestion that I want to make sure I mention. So... Although yeah. some parts of it are going to be like, Ugh, well, that's not really realistic. But we had we still experienced some things that I want to make sure I mention, even with such yeah. a little number of people, which makes me nervous about a large number of people. Once we got in, I mean, it was easy. We uh, we stopped in City Walk real quick because Nicole had to use the restroom. While she was in there, she noticed that some of like uh, some of the sinks were blocked off. Think right. of it like maybe not literally every other one, but the ones in between, basically. Um, right. So you could still be distancing while you're. Out. Um, go back to, I think, and you didn't mention this, but I'm assuming everybody had a mask on. They're making sure you're wearing a mask. Yes. I have a couple of notes here about mask wearing. So just generally speaking, all, obviously all the employees there are wearing masks. Every guest that I saw, I'm going to say essentially every guest I saw was wearing a mask with possible exceptions to people who are like moving it out of the way to take a sip of their whatever drink while they're walking and putting it back or they were okay. clearly eating, um, when we were in, well, I'll get to the, what happened to me when I was accosted in the park. Um, but for the city walk area, I mean, this is, you know, you don't have to have park admission to get into this. It right. was the same thing as pretty much business as usual. One of the water fountains there. And I think, I think, I don't know if you commented on this, but I put it on our story on that park, that podcast on Instagram, that there was a sign on the water fountain saying, do not use this as part of social distancing for COVID-19. So there are two, but you couldn't use like, it was the right one of the two. So I guess two people can't walk up to the water fountain at the same time. Fine. Which you're like, why don't they just turn those off? I mean, if they, if if it can be spread through the air yes. and because if I you don't know, exhale right on the which you're, I mean, do you breathe? Because I breathe. So when I'm leaning into the uh, water fountain, I feel like I'm gonna get my droplets. So I didn't partake in the water fountain, and normally I'm all about it. Like that's like my thing. Yeah, is drinking from water fountains. So I didn't do it. Um, all right, so let's go into the park itself, and we'll talk about the the mask then here. So again, everyone's wearing their mask. If you were in areas where, like, you're at your own table at a quick service or whatever, you're, it was okay to take off your mask because you're in your own like bubble, if you will. And uh, they had some certain tables blocked off too along the way. In at least the quick service restaurant we were in, the uh, it was right by Jurassic Park. So it's the big Dino Bites. I forget what it's called. Okay. The Dino one where there's the like the explore area. Yeah, the dinosaur one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, um, just a, a quick side note on quick service restaurants at Universal. By the way, they're doing mobile order only, just like Disney's oh. doing and saying okay. they're going to do. But this is our first time going to Universal. Well, my first time in a while going with someone with a food allergy. And you are able to order a meal with a food allergy through the app, which is not something you can always do everywhere in Disney. Usually it's in the parks, right. but not at the resorts. But for sure, the major difference is when Nicole was ordering her food, you would um, it offered like a substitute. So like where you could choose a regular bun, a lettuce bun, oh, okay. or a substitute gluten-free. But it doesn't say anything about the rest of the meal being an allergy-friendly meal. Meaning, uh, how do okay. we know for sure that the burger patty we got is good right. for her allergy, right? right? Whereas in Disney, it's specifically listed by allergy. So you go to the gluten-free, okay. Nicole's gluten-free, gluten-free yeah. allergy menu, and everything listed there is good. You know what I'm saying? So like kind of remove a little bit of the safety or Nicole's peace of mind. Just a quick thing. If maybe you're planning a trip universal, I've been there a while you're traveling with someone with a food allergy because it's a nothing about the fries and Disney. They're like, they go every yeah. to every detail where they have a dedicated fryer and that's not listed here. So you're kind of unsure and you can't go up to a cash register and ask. We actually tried to, and they told us you have to mobile order I'm like, okay, so like, I just want to well, make sure. Well, a question about yes. food to be to be fair though the food was i mean the burger i got was excellent and nicole said hers was really good too so if nothing else it was good and um so that's just a, a quick thing about eating the um most important thing i i want to mention because this was something i didn't even think about and i'm curious to see if disney's going to do this too before you boarded any ride vehicle on the rides that we went on anyway i'm guessing it's every ride because every ride we did it was this was the case there was a team member there squirting hand sanitizer in your hands so that when really? you were touching the ride at that point, theoretically yeah. speaking, you were sanitized, sanitized. which is I because I thought about that. And, you know, at the end of the ride, you're on your own to clean. But yeah. if they don't do that and you touch the you know the lap bar and you just touch your face because that's what we do as humans. 
Right. Hopefully now the ride itself is clean. And, and during the ride, you, if you are touching your, your face or whatever, it's clean. Better to do hand sanitizer or just to wipe them down every time. But that would just take a lot of time. A lot of time. So it's a ride at your own risk thing. I mean, I saw people cleaning the turnstiles. We saw people wiping down tables, benches, you know, yeah. so it's not like they're just walking around <laughs> giving you the finger, but like, hey, guys, ride your own. They're doing yeah, it. I'm like, to see what Disney does in that sense, because there are some rides that I'm like, like, I don't know why it grosses me out, but I hate touching things on Splash Mountain just because it's like they're wet. And yes. sometimes in the older, before they like replaced um, the logs, like if you touch the like, backside of some, like the thing at the top you could hear the like, squish well no it's like slimy yes. because there's oh. mold that's grown on it yes and that gross me out and oh then, yeah like because we that's like the kind of stuff we notice we'll be like oh yeah they're like newer this is a newer vehicle that they've put in mm-hmm. um it was like the same with like everest you can really tell on everest because the um the head part yes is like super rubbed out in like the older trains so when we came back like the last time we noticed that they had newer trains in they were like much cleaner. Okay. But I don't know, Splash Mountain's always the one that gets me. So I'll be interested to see what they do on that. I hear one. that. Yeah. We didn't go on any of the like log flumey type of rides uh, yeah. there in Universal, although we saw some people who did because they were soaking wet. They, yeah. I guess they made it out alive. That um, one, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like rip roaring. I don't even know. But you get soaked you? on it. <laughs> yes. Like there, everyone's like, that's the one you do last because you, there's no way to not get soaked. And when you watch them come down the thing, you're just, it's hilarious because you're like, <laughs> They're literally drenched. Just drenched. Oh, I got it. We yeah. should check that out. We pretty much just stayed to the Harry Potter areas because Nicole is a big Harry Potter fan. And the last time she went to Universal was 2011 when only the Islands of Adventure portion was open for Harry Potter stuff. Right. The, Hog- the Hogsmeade and the Hogwarts area. Mm-hmm. which And she doesn't do thrill rides, so she couldn't even do the Hogwarts yeah. attraction. But anyway, so we really did kind of focus on that. And um, I do have to say, so at the end of the Hogwarts Express, this is an example. It's probably not unique to this particular attraction, but we wound up going in both directions. When we came back from Islands of Adventure back to Universal, like the main park. Um, So, I mean, the whole entire loading section or uh, area is great. I mean, like they're putting you in the area to board the train and you're, you're socially distant. I mean, we were for sure six feet apart, but... There are markings along the way for you to stand six feet apart, but you also have to go up and down stairs at certain parts. So it was difficult for us to know when the next sticker was sometimes because Mm -hmm. they're on a step that's above us. Does that make sense? So like we had to like take a few steps up to peek up to see if you could see it (laughs) so that you didn't encroach on someone else's space because you might think, well, you can kind of gauge it. But these stickers were more than six feet. Sometimes they were like 10 to 12 feet, but you don't want to be a rule breaker, right? You want to stand on the sticker. So, I mean, it's a small thing. So we noticed on another ride um, that they had the same pattern, but just without the text that said stand six feet apart on some of the handrails. So you kind of knew because like on the, well, I don't know what attraction it was. It doesn't even really matter, but you also have to go upstairs and there really isn't a spot to put it. So it's on the handrail. So I guess just keep your eyes peeled for that. And I'm guessing, I mean, if you think about how many queues or queue areas are sometimes kind of dark. In Disney, in Universal, I wonder how they're going to yeah. do that there. If they're going to either build in a light to shine down or make them light up or glow in the dark or right. something. Um, we happen to not really do anything in the dark here that I could think of. Um, but anyway, so after we got off of the Hogwarts Express and it was time to exit the attraction area, you have to go down a flight of stairs. There was exactly zero social distancing happening. I mean, it was a crowd. Everyone that was on that train, yeah. which wasn't a full train, I don't think. It's interesting, but I do. I don't know if you felt this way in public, but I mean, obviously, I haven't been in a park yet. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed in public, like people are not really following the social. Like I'll like I'll be looking at the floor, but if you're yep. not paying attention to the floor, I'm like people are literally standing right behind me, and so I'm trying to like be the example, like waiting for the person in front of me to go to their next spot. Yes. Then I move to the next spot, but the people behind me are just don't following care. right behind me, and yeah. I'm like. I think that's what you're going to find once yes. the park really oh, fully. It's basically, unless they have someone standing there directing you, and even then, I mean, you've right. seen what it's like crowded on Main Street and Magic Kingdom when they're trying to line people up for the fireworks. They they are screaming to the blue yeah. in the face sometimes, and people are just not listening. Well, because you have people that a, either don't speak the language or they're not listening, and if it's just not something that's, especially if you have international yeah. um, people, like if this is something that's not normal for what they've been dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Right, it's just totally new. Yeah, which I, I mean, I don't know how much international travel they're going to have right now. I don't even know if we're like open to international Honestly, travel. Honestly, I don't right know. Now. I have a feeling. I don't know. I don't even want to. I don't really want to yeah. guess either way. I really I mean, don't know. 
But even the first time I went to the grocery store and they had the arrows on the floor and then somebody yelled, like an old man yelled at me. I'm like, sorry, this is my first time in the store. And I didn't know. And yes. like the, and of course it's like right after he yells at me, then the announcement comes on and I'm like, I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. Yes. I think you're just going to have a lot of that because there's, I mean, let's be real. Like I am the type of person where I'm like, please don't stand close to me. Yeah. Um, but there have been plenty of times where we've been in line and people are literally on top of you. Like Oof. it's just a, some of it's a cultural thing. Some of yeah. it's just, uh, you know what I mean? So I think it's going to be, I don't know. I feel like tension's going to be high. It's going to be high. I mean, think about this. It's unavoidable, essentially, when you have yeah. such a crowd of people. People are going to be hot because it's Florida and they're going to have their masks on, which is basically right. creating a, like an oven on my face. Well, and it's just stressful because you're going to have people that really want to be there. Every, everybody's, everyone that is there is re- really wants to be there. Yeah. But some people are just, some people are terrified. Some people are not, you know? Yep. And when you mix all those people together, it's like things are going to happen. So do your best, I guess. So uh, we just kind of waited back a little bit. You yeah, know? I was going to ask. So on the rides that you went on, do you, were there always people in line with you pretty much? Or do you feel like there wasn't well, really Well, here's many the thing. Around? We went like I mentioned, and it was so, uh, here's, okay. So for Hagrid's as an example, cause that's like the, the popular the attraction. It's a virtual queue right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to stay that way. So at 1130 red got an 1145 return time. That's how lowly attended the park was. Yeah. Most of our walk in their queue, there was really no one behind us and there were people okay. in front of us, but they were, it worked out that they were like six feet ahead of us because there weren't that many people. Right. But so we wound up walking the queue, which is like, it was like almost like a 10 minute walk. It was a, it's a long queue, but for it good reason. Long. I'm waited in that queue. Yeah. And <laughs> the thing long. is like our ride vehicle wasn't full, but they mm-hmm. weren't filling it up because of like a social distance. There just wasn't enough people to fill up the whole oh. coaster. Okay. Yeah. That said, oh, excuse me. And then we went to ET as of when I could think of on top of my head and we were the, there was literally no one else. There was yeah. no one in front of us. I don't mean in the ride vehicle. I mean in the, in the attraction. That's my dream. Yeah, like, it was great. That, can I tell you, like, like my dream. <laughs> that was great. Nicole loved it because, like, you know, it just it's we were we had a oh, great I'm time. Like, you're gonna do a park like that, and you haven't done it in forever. Like even and, with Disney, I'm like, that would be the dream. And hashtag wallet motivated. It was free. It yeah, was free ninety nine. Right. We were stupid right. to say no, and it um, wound up being cloudy all day. But anyway, so yeah. where say, there are go back, go back to Hagrid's though. Yeah, y'all did the when you were in the park where the little show kind of happens. No, they weren't running the pre-show. Okay, so They're, they weren't running that at all. Anything. So it's basically just the coaster. I'm sad I love that part. So here's the thing. I get, so a little um, off topic of COVID stuff and just focusing on this ride for a second, because yeah. this is my first time on a new, like a brand new, if you will. I mean, it's been out for months, but like we're still in the new zone here of a new universal ride. And, uh, and it's a coaster and it goes faster than Slinky Dog Dash. So I was nervous um, about getting like a motion sickness feeling after it because I'm pretty, as I get older here, I'm a little more susceptible to it. Because like there have been days when I'm on Slinky Dog and that first like little drop, I'm like, oh, that one, that got me. That's bad because it's a family coaster. So, um, and I wasn't drinking enough water this day. You know, it's like in a comment, and I realized I was like, oh, I haven't really had a drink of water in like three hours. So um, that freaking ride is intense for a coaster that doesn't go upside down um they do a lot of uh accelerations like where your speed is increased dramatically kind of i mean i don't think it's quite the same as the beginning of rock and roller coaster the launch there but like you're close enough to it and you do them a couple of times so i have to tell you that although the ride was fun i didn't see most of it because i closed my eyes now before before you all sit there and judge me and call me a wuss here's the thing i didn't want to throw up so I figured, okay, a lot of times motion sickness is the discrepancy between what your eyes see and what your body feels. So I figured, let me just close my eyes so that maybe it'll feel better. And it did. It worked like instantly. And I don't want to spoil a lot of the ride if you've never done it, if you're planning on doing it, but there's a certain direction change (laughs) and uh, did not know that. And that's what gets me on Everest. And there was something, by the way, I didn't know that happened on the ride, which I'm definitely not going to say, which I'm going to motion it. (laughs) To, to about yeah. that part didn't get me but i i exclaimed i said the brown word loudly that's poop. I feel like everybody does it i didn't point. know and i watched a pov video of it but in the dark you can't tell yeah like i watched a pov but um i didn't remember that at all yeah. it was like months before uh, we wrote it like months before i watched pov and then we went right i was like i really Screamed. don't remember much about it i screamed and, yeah. so we got off the ride 
and um, we're like scraping ourselves together, like <laughs> getting off this ride. And I felt as if I had drunk. So we, we find Nicole and Shannon um, in the in the park. It was Red and I are the only two that went on the ride. Mm-hmm. And um, they look at us. They were like, are you okay? <laughs> so they were like, you should go sit down. So I sit down. And I'm, like, I'm kind of okay. And Red looked like he was he was sweating. Really? And, uh, does he yeah. not like girl rides either? I, I don't know if he does or doesn't like them. I guess just it could have been a combination of just maybe yeah. we were both dehydrated and like it was warm but not hot out. I don't know. But yeah. like, man, that was intense. But it was fun. I would do it again, but I would have to make sure like I was paying more attention to yeah. things that sometimes lend them, you know. lend. Um, uh, yeah, as like thrill ride lovers doug and i were we just were like that's we think that's the great yeah yes because rise of the resistance is different it's just a different type of experience i wouldn't say it's necessarily a thrill it's not a thrill ride it's not no um so that's why we're like in in that category of rides we think no offense to disney we just think that that's superior um and even when like even when people are like oh universal i'm like look Universal, like the way the reason why it was today is for is people that came from Disney. So yes. like, don't bash it. You know, don't bash it all. It's like you gotta love Disney because it, without Disney, Universal would not be what it is today. Probably so, not. No. And they have you know lots of fun stuff coming up in the works. Like Doug, he's been following the Nintendo Land stuff, and he's just like, I can't. See, like he's like, I cannot wait. Even yes. the aerial views, it looks like a video game. It's, yeah. It's crazy. so I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with all of that, but. Um, so just to be clear, Rise of the Resistance for me personally is, is a better attraction in terms of immersion. Yeah. Um, but for thrill level, yes, the Hagrid's ride is for sure. Yeah. Got the leg up there. Um, but anyway, that's a quick aside on the Hagrid's ride. It was cool. If you like roller coasters, do it. Yes. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the gist of what ride cues are like. They were spaced out. There was plenty of markings on the floor. They weren't doing their version. I don't even know what they call it. What do they call their fast pass there? Fast track? I don't know. That thing. Yeah, I don't remember. They're not doing it, or at least during the preview day. I don't know if they're doing it now. Um, I do want to mention a couple of, like, funny things, which probably shouldn't be funny that we noticed. So, characters were out, but you okay. can't approach yeah. them, which we kind of yeah. knew was going to happen based on, at least I thought was going to happen, based on the videos that I've seen from Shanghai Disneyland. You know, we're yeah. like there, I don't want to say behind a fence, but they're behind like barricades or like, you know, you yeah. can't really get to them. They're not accessible. So same kind of thing. I mean, the Scooby-Doo gang was out on like a little stage outside of Mel's drive-in diner or Mel's diner, whatever that place is called. Okay. But there was, and it, <laughs> this is just due to there being no one in the park. There was literally <laughs> not one guest near them. I mean, like, <laughs> no one and they were still performing yeah. so like we were waving from a distance because we felt bad um they did and they're like oh, there's one yeah like we got some but no we were kind of far away they did send one parade float through the street with dora the explorer on it okay. same kind of thing they were like we'll just test it out whatever test it around but then there was this one area as you're walking up to et and i don't know their names oh it's it's puss in boots from yeah. uh the shrek movies and then i guess from whatever movie there's another one called kitty something so they're there to take a picture with you but they're not with you they were like 15 feet behind you so you take a picture <laughs> and they're in the background and i get that it like so i weird. i get yeah. what they're going for and you could argue it's better than nothing but not That's by weird. much you know like it's not <laughs> it's much weird. better like so, how are you gonna keep kids from running like you're basically going to have to put all yes. the kids on a leash. I mean, I mean this in this particular meet and greet, if you will, or ca- or photo opportunity, there's grass in between. Like they were yeah. up on a part of a building where you kind of couldn't get to as easily. Like it would make sense. It wouldn't make sense to run you up know, to them. You know, those cast members oh, yeah. are like, this is ridiculous. Well, what do you do about Mickey? Like no offense to Puss in Boots, but like, yeah. you know, on the hierarchy of characters, Mickey is a little more sought after. So, oh, he's going to be up somewhere hidden. Yeah. They may as well just like. Cop put him up there on the stage at the castle where like nobody can really touch him, but he's still there. But the thing I mean, is, like, if you put someone in a in a spot like that, how do you control the crowd that's on the ground watching these characters? You know what I'm saying? Because I was thinking yeah. in Disney on Main Street and Magic Kingdom, if you put some characters up on the on the train station once you're in the park, they could like they so easily wave to you. No one could get to them if they close the stairs right. off. But right. on the bottom, on the ground level, people are going to congregate. So. I noticed in Although, uni- I don't know because they've done that. They did it in Shanghai. So we watched a video of some, okay. um, it was a guy that's, I think he's Australian. Okay. And um, he's a pass holder at Shanghai. And they kept doing the princesses up on this balcony area. And it he, he just was like, there's not people congregating. Okay. Like, Maybe it depends out. on park capacity. Yeah. I think they, um, 
they talked to them like for a minute kind of and like he just moved on he, every time that he walked by and they were out there he's like there's not a lot there's nobody's congregating hmm. okay people are waving and stuff as they're walking by but it's not like a I don't know. I mean, again, America's maybe a little bit different. Pushy. I think those are things that they're just going to have to try out and see what happens. I did notice in certain areas. Now, I'm not very familiar with a lot of the stage shows at Universal, so forgive me mm-hmm. if I misspeak on this. But the point of, of what I'm getting at here is I noticed in parts that look like there is this is an area where there's some type of performance going on. For yeah. sure, in the Diagon Alley area, um, there are markings on the floor of where to stand when the show does go on. Okay. Does that make okay. any sense? Yeah. And they were clearly six feet apart, but I mean, it could hold yeah. a quarter of the capacity or less. Right. Like it was right. almost like why kind of why bother? But because what are you going to do have s- someone walk around being like, if you're not on a circle, to, you know, you can't watch this. I, you know, like I it's think there's a lot of things like that that are going to be like, look, Universal out. and Disney has done their part. Yep. They cannot enforce everybody doing yeah. their part. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, I mean, just like argument like, yes. If they see you without a mask, then a cast member can come up to you and say, I need you to put your mask back on or whatever. But as far as like the social distancing part, there's no way for them to police everybody no. in every single capacity. And I think I think you have to be realistic when you're going to places like this. Like, look, you're going somewhere where there's a lot of people. Yep. People are probably going to get a little bit close to you. They're doing the best that they can yep. to make sure that people are standing far apart. But you cannot force you can't enforce that. No. Uh, to an, like, to they're an not extent. Gonna, anyway. Right. Like they're not going to arrest you because you keep standing close to somebody. Like, well, Speaking of almost getting arrested. Okay. So (laughs) generally speaking, whether or not you agree with masks, that's a different argument for you to have with your family as as far as what you do in the public. But we're told the point of the mask is to help when you can't social distance. So if you're more than six feet apart, you probably don't need a mask. But where I'm going with this is we were in, oh gosh, some part of like the Diagon Alley area of Universal and like, uh, I don't really know what it's called, but I think Nocturne Alley, is that a thing? So you kind of like come out at the end and um there was when i say there was no one else around besides the four of us there was i mean yeah. no one for a minimum of 30 feet i mean like okay. i don't know if you saw the photos i posted on uh, my personal at the disney greg on instagram but i have a picture of Diagon Alley, and there's just one team member in the photo yeah. i mean right. there was no one that. That, it was very 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 like, oh, empty hallelujah. yeah <laughs> so nice so that's what i'm getting at so I wanted to eat a banana, so I took my mask, uh, like I unhooked one ear, but I left it draped over the other, so in case I needed to like immediately put it back on, I could, Um, but again, there was no one around, so I'm eating my banana. I'm actually holding my mask, so I know no one can see this but Beth, but I'm holding my my mask like next to my face, so eating a banana, and I was going to immediately put it back on if someone walked by. No one walked by. Right. And, a, and a team member came up to me and said, just so you know, you really can't do that. We're going to ask that if you were to eat, you have to go to like a designated oh area. And by the way, I she was being, I don't, yeah. I don't want to create this image that she was it, being but... rude. She even right. said on a day like today, this is going to sound silly because there's no one here, but we just want to make sure we're explaining the rules. And I said, I, like I told, yeah. I was kind of joking the other day that I got accosted in, in Universal, <laughs> but I totally get it. And Eating a banana. <laughs> Eating a banana of all things. And I'm not stupid. And, and if anything, I just was kind of frustrated because I don't want her to think that I'm not following the rules. I did it because yeah. there was no one around. Like, I'm, I wasn't trying to be reckless. But right. if anything, I was at least happy at the idea that they were on top of it, you know? But I do think that they're going to find there's no way to police everybody, everybody. in that situation but she was... once the parks are full. And it's a banana. Like, I think it was doable. Right. But I'm like, I think it's doable, doable because there's not a lot of people standing around. So she's like, ah, you know, I need to let you know. Yep. But as soon as you get a bunch of people in there, I don't think it's going to be as easy. And when you walk away, you know they're just going to keep eating. And the, and of course, you're going to get exactly. the, the people, well, yeah. I have, I, I'm not making light of people who with low blood sugar or anything, but I'm saying yeah. there's always going yeah. to be a, but, but I need medical. to eat because of this. And to be honest, I typically feel like a low blood sugar thing. That's why I brought the banana to eat something. Well, and like, let's talk about how many times I eat my snacks in line for a ride. Yeah. Like so, that's when I eat my snacks because I'm not having to get somewhere. So yep. I'm standing in line and I'm eating my snack. That's the thing. So like I wanted to take a sip of water. So I'm like, like I took it like a shot. Right, like, you right. know, when people who actually run marathons, they, they like throw the cup in their Yeah, face. basically that's what <laughs> I'm doing. Running. Like taking yeah. a sip of water. But yeah, I mean, that was, that's pretty much my overall universal experience there in terms of how it was, how it was different than I than it was for sure when I was there for Halloween Horror Nights um, in ask, October, September. I have to ask, mm-hmm. uh, did they clap? That's one thing that I love is when they clap when you come at the end of the ride. What ride? That Every single ride, when no. you come to the, the thing to get off of it, everyone claps. 
We, no, do you mean I, passengers or team members? No, the team members. It's like my favorite thing. When you pull into the unload area, every single ride we did, <laughs> everyone's clapping at the end. So then everyone in the ride's going, yeah! Like no, everyone's clapping, especially on Hagrid's. Um, it's possible. I don't know. These No, the three so guys. Maybe they, you would know. Like no, you would know. They did so not. Maybe that's, maybe they that's looked something unhappy. Not do but it was like my favorite. I was like, it is like my favorite thing that whenever you come into the unloading area, like everyone's clapping. It's kind of funny to me. No. It was funny the first couple of times. And then I was like, I really love this. To be honest, they looked pretty unhappy. Those people. I at know, Hagrid's, I'm sure. but, well, um, because it's, I don't know. It's stressful. By the way, Hagrid's my first roller coaster boarding experience where the platform you're on is moving the whole time. Yes. Yes. I was very stressful. stressed. I was yes. stressed out. Like, am I going to do the wrong thing? Am I going to stand it? Cause, and they're going to have to stop like, it because of me. Yeah. Right. The screens are telling you. And then when we went, it was very busy. So they're like, okay, look, blah, 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 and then you're going to go. Blah, 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 and you're like, ah, go back, go back. What did you just say? Um, did you walk through the area where the cars on the top are running around on the road? Yes. Roof? You could see okay. like, it's meant to look okay. as if so there are motorbikes ahead of you. Of yeah, you could kind of get the idea that some of that stuff was going on. Yes. But yeah, that was like, <laughs> we got up to it. I was like staring at her, like really trying to focus on what they were saying. Uh, but then there's like, there's diagrams everywhere, I guess, too. And then when you go to get on it, they're like yelling at you, like what to do. But I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm not at Disney, but just give me a second. It was intense. Um, but overall, um, we had a great experience. I have to say, like, you know, again, my perception is going to be a little skewed. Because it was very not crowded. So we basically right, right. had the park to our, it felt like the park to ourselves until yeah, we gonna, got to Hogsmeade where it was a little crowded. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you other than that, um, overall, like what is something that you would go back to Universal for that you were like, Disney doesn't have this. I would love to go back for this. Um, <laughs> not a lot. I feel ha- like it's Halloween har- Horror Nights. It, well, I would uh, say it's harder if you're not a thrill ride person because that I think is what they mostly have there. Yes. And thrill rides. I, don't have like the, a difference for me and i was kind of talking if we could talk more broadly about universal for a moment one of the conversations nicole and i were talking about just in terms of universal was when you ask people about movies they grew up on or places it's like a disney movie if i say i watch a disney right. movie you know you don't say i watched a universal movie even though the right. universal is a studios that puts out movies so yeah. i don't have basically any real nostalgia for a lot like of the engine. of the movies they or the the things the characters yeah. there and it's nothing against it just me personally i don't so i don't have like this feeling of oh my god i can't believe i'm experiencing this outside of the harry potter stuff because nicole and i just incidentally just happened to go back and rewatch all the movies recently yeah i think that is um i think that's why halloween horror nights it sounds really weird but i think that's why halloween horror nights is such a big hit because yeah. there are a lot of very nostalgic things with that yes. when they do I mean, they did killer clowns from outer space. Like, I'm like, I remember watching that all the time. Every yeah. time it was on TV, we watched it. And I'm like, why did our parents let us watch this? Um, Ghostbusters. Yes. And then it was like the newest thing is Stranger Things. So yeah. that's very nostalgic that's for cool. people because it's set in the 80s, which are people our age. Uh, yeah, remember well, we were there. So that, that whole era is nostalgia for it. So I think that's why um, some of those things are a little bit like more highly sought after because there is more nostalgia to it. Of course, everybody loves E.T. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I thought it was a cool, it's weird by the way that that ride, that ride takes a turn E.T. And not a bad way. It becomes trippy, but anyway, yeah. uh, So I'm not knocking universal. I don't want it to come across that way. I'm just saying for me personally, it's tough for me to say I'm going to run back and do X, Y, and Z because I would much rather just sit in Tomorrowland and do nothing and get a vibe. Then yeah, do a lot of things there different. because I don't like thrill rides as much because I get sick because I'm old. Yeah, We told our friends um, that are universal people. They were supposed to go with us in November. We don't know if that's happening anymore, but we were like, I'm just after going for a day. We were like, oh, OK, I'm just going to explain to you. This is going to be very different. Yes. <laughs> if you are like if universal is your thing, like I'm just going to let you know right now. Just you cannot have any expectations of like comparing the two because they are completely different. different. Yeah. We had now, a great time. I'm a thrill rider and we did the like rip it, rock it, roar it. I don't know. Oh, whatever the, the rip rocket. That's a freaking, yes. that's an intense. Did you lift. do it? No, I just have, I was, we were okay, watching the, you, the cars go I, up. Yeah. I would say you don't ever need to do that because I did it. And I was like, I will never do that again. <laughs> it was too much for me. Like way too much for me. Um, that one's crazy. I love like when I was younger, I loved the Hulk coaster. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Like I just, I remember some of the rides. I mean, back when it was dueling dragons before it was 
right. the space that now, now takes up. Now, we really Hargreaves. enjoyed uh, The Mummy Ride, but it's like no one's like, yeah, oh, my God, The Mummy. I grew up watching The Mummy. It's like, no. No. And I did that ride, too, <laughs> when I went cool. years ago. It was a cool yeah. ride. I remember that. Well, we didn't know it was a roller coaster, so we were like, Oh, like because it it doesn't start that way. And then it's like, oh, now we're on a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. What just happened? Um, So we liked that one. But yeah, it is. It's just different. Yeah. I mean, because when they had the older Universal, it's like, yeah, everybody knew about Jaws, right? Jaws was the big thing. And And, I feel like there's more Nickelodeon stuff there. Yeah. Because to be fair, I never watched SpongeBob. But anyway, so do you, you know, you can look up what rides are there for you. Do your thing. Um, Obviously, if you're a Simpsons fan, hang out there. There's a lot to do. So in addition to going Universal, Nicole and I have done two trips now to Disney Springs, which might not mm-hmm. seem like a lot because we live here. But like, I don't know, I'd feel bad going if I'm not going to do anything. I don't want to take up space. I don't want to be a part of the crowd. If that yeah. makes any sense, I'm not going to go buying anything. Say again. You got into World of Disney. We went into World of Disney. There was no line when we went because okay. we went the day after it opened during the day. And there was, I mean, we walked right in and all, yeah. you, we talked about this on our live show a little bit. If you missed it with Anne from Anne Do As Dreamers Do. Because she also happened to go to uh, Disney Springs that week, but it was not crowded. It just depends on when you go. This trip mm-hmm. that we did just a few days ago now, we went to T-Rex, which used to be our re- our go-to restaurant, one of them. Uh, we just kind of took a little bit of a break. They One thing we didn't know when we got there is they have a limited menu. So I guess if you're traveling there soon, okay. expect some places to have a, a limited menu. I've noticed that. Yeah. So, I mean, no big deal. Nicole, the what, the joke is we were saying on the way there, like, you're going to get anything different this time because Nicole gets the exact same dish every time and they didn't have it. So she had to get something oh, new. Oh, no. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, while we were inside the, you know, the, in this particular restaurant, not every table was available. You'd see like the signs on the table were saying this table reserved for social distancing. So. Right. So there was that. Um, otherwise, we had a, a pleasant experience. Um, we went into a few of the stores there just to like, you know, d- shop and stuff. Um, the Marketplace really Co-op is is one of our go-to uh, places there to shop anyway. Um, you may have seen the letter mugs. I, I know I, I uh, uploaded a few pictures of those. Um, so if your initial, you know, you can find your initial there and it'll know, give you a character. Look at the video and be like, what does the B say? Or like, you I know, what does the M say? Um, they are available we would, on. We would uh, probably get an H just because it's the haunted mansion. Haunted mansion they are that. available on Shop Disney if you want to see all the the letters. It's like the ABC okay. mugs or something they call them. Okay, um, I have to look it up. We did go to Deluxe Burger on our previous trip. Here's something oh, to know Dallas. about Deluxe Burger: the condiment station area is not available. So obviously, you know, um, you know, I'm all about the sauces specifically yeah, here. So we had to ask, and, and then she it happened to be a she, but our, you know, the person that was working that that station that day of bringing out the food, the runner, if you will, went and got the cups of ranch for us, and we took it off her tray. She was like, "Would you mind grabbing these?" Because she didn't want to serve it to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just a change of mind there. You just got to remember, okay, the, the new thing is you got to ask for them for now, and when they bring it over, you have to grab it off the tray. I mean, it was really not I a big deal. To, um, I went through Starbucks drive-through. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was last week, and they handed me my drink like in a basket. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, now y'all are doing that because I've been to Starbucks drive through through the pandemic, and mine, at, like the close one to me, did not do that. But now they're like doing that, which I was, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, okay, and, whatever. And in this location where there is a self serve beverage station, a cast member is getting the drinks for you. Okay. They were grabbing the cup, filling it up, and giving you the cup. Honestly, I feel like it's kind of nice because then you don't have to worry about people coming in and being like All just stupid. But, uh, yeah. but we were f- kind of forming a line. Right. But then again, I mean, when we sat, you know, Deluxe Burger, Deluxe, Deluxe Burger isn't a very large, uh, doesn't area. have, doesn't offer a large indoor seating area. But in that one room in the back, there was yeah. for about half our meal, we were the only one in that room, Okay. which is mind blowing okay. because there are some times when you can't possibly, you have to like stand and hover over people yeah. to get us table. That's usually, um, that's usually where we sit is in yep. that room back there. And, and I, I told mean, you about the, I told you about our experience with the girls that we met. I don't know. That like literally we, we took a trip like three months apart or something. And I remembered these girls same, like same place, deluxe burger. I remember these girls coming in and sitting at a table, like kind of next to us. And we kind of sat um, in a booth this like the second time and the same girls came in. Oh, my gosh. And I started talking to them and I was like, look, I'm going to tell you something. Don't get creeped out. But literally the last time I was here, the two of you were in here. Oh, my God. And that was like months ago. Like we don't live here. And they were like, shut up. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I was like, so I guess we'll see you guys in a few months. Yeah, right. You guys uh, are friends now. Deluxe, deluxe burger. <laughs> but anyway. 
so we had a good we had a good time there overall and uh so i mean like same kind of thing you you get your temp your temperature checked on the way in they have okay. part of the orange garage like the the far end of it that we're we are closest to the coke store like that side of it uh, blocked yep. off to allow them space and they have like the little like metal fences up to block off that's where they check you check your temperature yep. it's honestly the temperature check is such a non-issue it's so quick right yeah. You just have, you, so you're able to approach with your whole party, but obviously you keep you're not using thermal. Like the places yeah. that are using thermal checks are, I think, a little bit different. They but. just they bop it over your forehead, and they know within like a second. And they, I mean, it, honestly, and they're always so nice. They complimented our masks. Like honestly, um, Advent Health is uh, is uh, doing it. You know, so there you go. So See, that was our. We'll check your bags and stuff. Like if you had a bag. Insecurity? No, uh, they don't do bag check at Disney Springs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they do eye you up pretty intensely as you're walking around. <laughs> sure, I'm sure. But they don't do a bag check. I feel like now everywhere you go, it's like, oh, wait, they don't do a bag check? They don't make you take your shoes off or your belt or <laughs> everything nope. else and put it in a bin? No. Uh, before we get to our news and history and as a piece of a song I want to mention, that wraps up like our COVID talk. But we yeah. have a new partnership going on thing, which enables wow. all of you to get a discount on something. So you may remember, Stephanie, that we had on for a behind the gram uh she has her small shop world traveler trading co on etsy it's world traveler trading you'll find a link in our description um we now have the opportunity to give you 15 percent off uh with special code that park life so uh, if you're wondering what she sells and i'm holding up one that i have happened to have in my hand here to, to best as you can see she was yes. the one um if you remember from that episode that makes the key fobs and there's i mean yeah. all kinds of designs i mean i'm looking right now those all characters disney snacks resorts all kinds of things. If you're a cast member, you can get a cast member one there too. College program as well. Um, Can't go wrong a... with a good key fob. And let me tell you, these are great for, you know, sometimes you get somebody a gift and you're like, I just want like a little something extra, yes. like a little something more. These are perfect for that. Great for if you're like me and you like to do Christmas shopping type things during the whole year. These are great for like stocking stuffers, you know, little gifts to throw on the outside yep. of someone else's like wrapped gift that you've gotten them. Yes. Perfect. Some of these are lipstick holders, are lip balm holders, wristlet holders, lip balm, like crusty crust. Yeah, for your crusty yeah, crust. Um, the <laughs> the pattern that I have is the old school like monorail uh, fabric pattern that you see there with the yeah. Mickey inside the old Disney D. It's cool. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. Again, the link to her shop will be in our episode. Special code that Park Life for fifteen percent off. Mm. Uh, let's get into some news nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. I don't have any news nuggets today, but I did come back across the story about the porky pet, as they call it, <laughs> uh, which is the baby porcupine at um, Anim Animal Kingdom. Okay. And they are like the stinking cutest things when they're like little babies. I'm like, if you don't want to boop that nose, there is something <laughs> wrong with you. But I was going through the pictures and I was like, wait, I feel like we covered the story and it was from Febu February. Yeah, yeah. But I guess they had like reposted. I'm like, they're so it is cute. Ooh, they're little. I have just two quick items. You may have heard there was. They, it appears as if they're resuming construction on Cinderella Castle. They were supposed to get that glow up, um, and it yeah. looks like that they're out there doing it, which is good to know. I'm mm -hmm. obviously excited to get back to the parks, but I'm guessing if they're going to reopen, they want to finish that because you don't want a half painted castle, basically. Right. Also. I really really wish that they disney would go ahead and have like a live cam all the time yeah you know there are like college campuses that do that right yes. they'll have like cameras where you can log in and you can see you know like what's going on on campus like yeah. all the time I'm like why can can disney get on that <laughs> even if it's just the hub at magic kingdom i'm like i would totally be into I would, that i would watch it i'd um, be like people be like what are you watching at work and i'm like um just watching the parks don't worry <laughs> about me Don't worry about yourself karen yeah really uh one <laughs> A small thing I wanted to mention is just like I got the call earlier today. Some other cast members have also gotten a call back, mostly in food and beverage, also some hospitality. And this is not a guarantee. It's not a surefire indication that the restaurants they're being called back to are opening. But, you know, obviously, Nicole and I were reading this this list when it came out. Um, it's it's primarily, if not exclusively, yeah, exclusively resorts because some of the DVC resorts are opening June 22nd. Right. And although the rooms at the DVC resorts are villas and you have the opportunity to prepare your own food, still, you're going to need access to food, right? So we were thinking, well, if they open up the DVC resorts, but not the main section, like Bay Lake Tower, for an example, doesn't have like right. a quick service place to itself. You have to go into the contemporary building. 
Right. So, um, in, incidentally, they're op- according, you know, if we were to go by this as a list of restaurants that are going to open in the next two weeks, Contempo Cafe is on there. So, you know, I'm excited because that's home of the peanut butter pie, y'all. So, and you don't have a reservation for that. So, it's quick that, service. I guess yeah. That's my, yeah. That's my curious is like, are they going to open these restaurants? Because. How does that work if, if you can't get reservations right now? Yeah. I mean, right now it says the Wave and Lounge a la carte only because the Wave has a buffet. So I noticed a bunch of the restaurants that they're calling back people for aren't the all-you-care-to-enjoy buffets, including okay. Ohana, which is not even a buffet. It's family style where they bring you the food. Now – is like the two restaurants we want to be at but i'm yeah. like we have time we have time before but to be stuff. honest i i really don't think ohana is going to be the same because there's just no way a cast member is going to take a skewer of food from one table and then bring yeah. it to the next because all it takes is one guest to breathe well, on the food yeah but they can just put those in bowls like in those same bowls and just bring them to the table well like I, I in other words because now it's supposed to be like we're all cousins table to table but they're probably yeah. going to come from the yeah. kitchen to the table as opposed to kitchen right. to table, 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 table. That's all. We've had some restaurants around here that were buffet because <laughs> we live in the South. Um, <laughs> and what they've done is they just have people serving. Serving, yeah. You don't serve yourself. They serve yep. you. So maybe that's one it's way possible, that they're possible. But for around. now, uh, all of the restaurants listed, none of them are buffet. buffet. Mostly okay. quick service with a few table here and there. I mean, mostly quick okay. service. So. Who knows? Uh, I mean, like the bakery at the boardwalk is going to be opening. So we got some stuff going on. So it's looking like things are returning, I guess, you know, something to look, yeah. something to look for. Again, not a guarantee, but I mean, this if they're calling where, them back to work, chances are they're opening. Right? Podcasts and YouTubers are about to shine for real because everyone's going to be like, what does it look like? What's going on? Tell us what's like happening yes. today. Yeah. Like, you know, what are we supposed to like look at? Like, what is it going to be like when we go? So. So as much It'll as be- I can share, I will, you know, mm, for sure. We I'm sure that. I'm sure there are some things I'm not supposed to share along the way because I cast whatever. my, uh, well, not whatever. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no, I'll do the thing where uh, I'm like, I'm talking out of my mouth. Like guys. Was that it for, uh, was that it for news? Night? That's it. Um, wait, before we talk history, can I play a little clip of a song while Always. I'm thinking about it? So, um, I, Is it a was, song that I know, Oh, I don't know. So here's the thing. I was listening to, um, I listened to a, a radio show that's broadcast out of New York, but they, I listened to like their replay channel. So I get to still hear it. So I still feel like I'm home, but as like a joke, they played this song and I stopped and I'm like, oh my God, this is a song that I remember hearing during uh, Donald's uh, breakfast Asaurus, which oh is gosh. what the buffet used to be called at what is now restaurant Asaurus in Dino Land of Animal Kingdom. And it used to be Donald's breakfast Asaurus. Technically, Tusker House breakfast is Donald's like breakfast safari or yeah. something, right? But anyway... So I'm pretty sure they still play this song in Dino Land, if not in Restaurantosaurus. But I just, I just like, I had this immediate flashback to me standing, filling up my cup of water or whatever at the at the self service. Dinosaur, is it that um, one? It is, in fact. Yes. <laughs> Out of control. It's funny because I actually. When I my first trip with Doug's family and we mm. were in Animal Kingdom and we were walking through Dino Land, they had the parade go. It was a parade with all the Dino characters over oh, there. Oh yes, they were playing this song and they had a street like dance party yes. with this song. And I was like, I don't know why this is just like the best thing ever. Oh my gosh! Every time we go over there, this is the song that I think of. <laughs> I love it. That's why I was like, is it this song? Oh, it is the song. Okay, um, sorry, and you need to play a longer clip just so I can hear it again. Sorry. Is it a dance? Walk the dinosaur? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a dance. There you go. I hope that's in your head for the rest of the day, everybody. So sorry. It will be, and it's amazing. So sorry. Um, Um, Okay. I found the YouTube YouTube music video for it. Was Not Was is the name of the uh, group? Yes. We'll have to see what the dance looks like. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's definitely a dance, because I'm pretty sure they were all doing it when they were having the street party. (laughs) Thing, and I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Stinking love it. Yikes. I'm so glad that you, you knew exactly what song it was. You even guessed what it was uh, before I even before. Yeah, I, even I do want to it. point out that I did not know what yes, he was talking about. Did so. not know. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programming after the Walk the Dinosaur derailment. Some Disney mm-hmm. history. Let's do it. I am going all the way back to 1994. Something I did not know. So in 1994, this is on June 12th. 
uh, the reload. It says relocated 1500 seat theater of the stars. Now on the brand new Sunset Boulevard at Disney MGM Studios. Hashtag not my MGM. Uh, reopened with Beauty and the Beast live on stage. I didn't know that this was um, like moved. So I looked it up. Yeah. The Theater of the Stars was originally on Hollywood Boulevard at the entry to what became Sunset Boulevard. Gotcha. Okay. It was a movie themed stage show featuring Disney characters. And then once Sunset opened up, they like removed it and relocated it down the street, like hmm. down Sunset. So I did not know that. And I guess I was thinking about it. Because in my mind, I'm like, how did they do that? But then you think it's bleachers, so probably not they just that difficult. Much no. had to like, they just had to move the stage, and then they had a space for bleachers. Yeah, so that makes I sense. I didn't know. That was '94. Oh my gosh. 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll keep us in Hollywood Studios or then MGM Studios, but to, uh, the year 2000, apparently the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular was closed for refurbishment for six months. So they were so excited to reopen it in 2000 that they invited about 500 or so locals to come back to the attraction but it was everyone with the last name jones <laughs> to come back <laughs> which is great honestly which is if amazing, you ask me but let's be real there's no way they would get away with that today yeah it's discrimination some, because, it's blah yeah, blah blah, blah. Would be i about it. i divorced my whatever I, and i couldn't change my name because it cost money and it's like oh jones. god <laughs> Not worth <laughs> That's it. So funny. Not worth Which it. Which also, I'm like, what kind of refurbishment refurbishments do they do? Because I, don't know. I feel like it looks the same. I as mean, it always if your last name is Ren, maybe they should have invited you to the opening of Rise of the Resistance because you could be part That's of the Kylo right. Ren party. I don't even know what. But is happening. it Ren with a W? Is it Ren with an oh R? Gosh, I mean, get come right on. on out of here. Sounds the same. <laughs> it does sound the same. Oh, love it. Um, I do have a quote coming up to close our episode today. And I want to remind everyone to check out our TikTok because we have we have a video on TikTok that's now hit over 100,000 views. It's ridiculous, right? So go check out. The Nuggets one? Yeah, I was going to say, if you want, I was going to tease it, Beth, and you ruined it. If you don't, meanwhile, I talk about it every single time. Uh, there's another one that I will tease that um, actually, no, the Nugget one didn't hit 100. So tease yeah. is the tease is still on, guys. If you want to, if you want to see which of our TikToks have hit over a hundred thousand views, and this is not a blag or a brag or a flex, I'm confused as to why so many people have seen it. Okay, it doesn't compute in my brain. Yeah. Um. Go check it out. You'll see there on our TikTok. There, it's just uh, at uh, the park that park Guys, podcast. What we're trying to say is we're already TikTok famous. Guys, we're like Get famous. On we're the next Charlie D'Amelio. So, um, Guys, we're it's fame. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our account there is at that park life podcast, or my personal account is at the Disney Greg. I am over at The Healthy Hot Mess. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, you can do so on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to us. Uh, of course, you can always ha- check us out on thatparklifepodcast.com for more information. So mm-hmm. a little quote to leave you with today from the movie Pocahontas, which mm-hmm. TBH I haven't seen probably since like the year it came It out. is one of the most <laughs> underrated soundtracks in my opinion. They're good. There's some real bops on there, so I understand that. Um, the, yeah, I said it. There's some Pocahontas bops. <laughs> they're not even bops. They're just like like Broadway like yeah, type. Fine. Amazing. They're good pieces of music. Um, so this is from Pocahontas. Uh, this is Grandmother Willow speaking to John Smith. And I thought maybe this is probably applicable to some mm-hmm. things going on in real life, but also your your regular what? day. What's going on in real life? I don't life? know. Nothing. Everything is rainbow. Before we started and... this. Uh, yeah. Before we started this, I want to point out that I told greg is 2020 over yet like legitimately i'm about to put my christmas tree up because i'm (laughs) over it uh so this is uh grandmother willow to john smith sometimes the right path is not the easiest one so whatever you're doing if you feel like what you're doing is an uphill battle but you feel confident what you're doing is the right thing continue doing it knowing that sometimes the right stuff is the most difficult stuff to do I love too when you get talking about something. You do this thing with your arm. I do. I put my arm out. It's it's emphasizing. I wonder I'm if the I... only one. I'm the only one that can see it. But when he's like getting, when he gets inspirational, you guys, he like puts his arm up, like whole arm in the yeah, air, and he as if I'm holding of... one of those marching band batons, you know, and I'm leading the the, <laughs> oh, the big trumpets oh, behind me. Anyway, uh, now that Beth is done roasting sorry. me. Sorry. <laughs> We love you guys. <laughs> That's all we got for today. Again, check out our other episode today of us chatting with Colin right. at Guide for WDW. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. I need you to play some more of that dinosaur. Oh, guys. Uh,
What is playing right now? Wait, hold on. I'm getting taken over. Oh, it is the song. Here it goes. Oh, break it down. DJ Greg on the ones and twos today. Hope you're all enjoying your your week. When, when life gets you down, just remember, you can always head outside and walk that dinosaur. Ooh. I'm pulling up the music video. I, I do want to see what this dance looks like. By the way, people, if you're still listening to this, you're the real ones because That's this right. is Walk the, the Dinosaur. Gosh, the epic sax break. You know what I love? Hmm. A good, Some good hot sax. The lyrics are just on point. Yo, the music video is I just got to hear the chorus one more time, everybody. It's coming up. I killed the dinosaur? Here we go. Wait, they're saying everyone killed the dinosaur. It's, it's taken a dramatic turn. Anyway, goodbye, everybody. Wait, I just want to say that yes. the music videos does show the dance, so okay. I think we need to learn I'll it. put a link in the in the description. Okay, for real. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.